Welcome to Private Club Radio, your weekly source for industry education, news and discussion. Broadcasting from Tampa, Florida, ladies and gentlemen, here is your host, Gabriel Aloisi. Well, there is a whole lot of bad news right now regarding the coronavirus, the stock market crashing, oil prices tumbling, all sorts of bad news. So I thought I'd bring you a little good news today and bring you someone who I think is incredibly inspirational. And we're going to have a little bit of fun and hopefully lift some of the heavy air that surrounds you today. I'm chatting with Passion Graham of Desert Mountain Club. And Passion and I are going to talk about all sorts of interesting things on today's interview, including women and people of color in the business. We're going to talk about Passion's own story, starting out at a McDonald's and working her way up to being clubhouse manager at one of the most premier private clubs in the entire world. And you're going to hear about what Passion is passionate about. All that and much more coming up in just a few short minutes. I want to take a moment to thank a couple of really special individuals. Firstly, we'll thank Peter Nanula of Concert Golf Partners, who is delivering capital infusion to clubs all across the country. Peter and his team can help you out of the economic troubles that you might find yourself in as this recession may be upon us. And he's got all kinds of great advice, whether you want to work with them or not. He's just a wonderful individual. Check out their video at concertgolfpartners.com. Learn what they do and see if it's the right option for your club and worth pursuing. The other individual I want to thank is Justin Bear of Member Text, who I know a lot of our listeners are starting to come on board with his platform. And I hope I see more and more of it because his platform is second to none when it comes to communicating with your members and staff. Membertext.net is an incredible tool that you should look into if you are trying to get through all that email clutter and make sure that your members are notified instantaneously of things happening around the club, like coronavirus outbreaks, for instance, be a a wonderful thing (laughs) to possibly alert your members of or just keep them up to date of what's happening and the measures that your club's taking. All sorts of uses for the MemberText platform. Check it out, membertext.net. All right, well, it is time to bring on Passion. I know for a fact you're going to love this interview, and you're probably going to beg to hear her back on this show again. Well, my guest today is Passion Graham of Desert Mountain Club. She's the clubhouse manager. I got to meet Passion when I was over in Scottsdale earlier this year. She's a wonderful, bubbly personality. She's got 20 years of experience in the hospitality industry. And Passion, welcome to Private Club Radio. Thank you, Gabriel. I really appreciate it. This is a wonderful opportunity. You have an incredible uh, history, your journey. I'd I'd love for you just to take us through your background and how you got to the place you are in now, Passion. Okay, sure. So um, I started in hospitality like a lot of people do in fast food and restaurants. And um, then I made the transition into hotels and I worked at the Holiday Inn Convention Center um, through college and a little bit afterwards. And um, then I dabbled a little bit more into restaurants. And I actually decided that 
I was going to make a transition and get a big girl job and go into healthcare. <laughs> nice. And I did that for about five years, and it just didn't fill my cup. And so um, I ended up moving to Charlotte and started my own event planning company in 2008. And um, I started managing um, an events venue. It was an historic home that had been transformed to an events venue just outside of Uptown Charlotte. And in 2012, the Democratic National Convention came to town. We did a couple of bids and we won them. And so we got the opportunity to host the welcome events for the delegates that were coming into town. And it was a really big deal. And going through that process, I learned just how much I really didn't know about the hospitality industry. And um, I would find myself in meetings and hearing industry jargon and not wanting to raise my hand and say, hey, I really don't know what that means. So I write the words down. I look them up whenever I get home. And just going through that process, I learned there was a lot that I needed to learn. And so I decided to go back to school in 2013, get my degree in hospitality. And it was through school that I was introduced clubs. The director of the program thought that clubs would be a great fit for me. I told him he didn't know what he was talking about, (laughs) but um, (laughs) I waited until actually the last semester that I could to take the club management course. We toured clubs in Charlotte, the first one being the Charlotte Country Club. And I mean, it was amazing. It was love at first sight. I met Mr. DiOrio. He gave um, his presentation on Damon's 20 Golden Rules. It was a total paradigm shift for me. And honestly, as they say, the rest is kind of history from there. I've been in clubs ever since. And that was um, early 2014. Out of curiosity, what was the fast food chain? I'm dying to know. Oh, <laughs> McDonald's. All right, cool. <laughs> I, was just down, I was just down in Ecuador. And um, you know, after two weeks, I really wanted something American. So it, there was a McDonald's. I, I, I got to admit, I stopped in. I got myself a double Good. cheeseburger. Couldn't resist. <laughs> Hey, no judgment here. Yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm not proud of it, but I'm not ashamed either. <laughs> you just won an incredible honor at the World Conference. You received the Kendall Scholarship. Tell us what that means to you and what you plan to do with that. Oh, goodness. Um, well, it means, it means everything. It is um, – so the Kendall Scholarship will allot me the opportunity to – have all of my BMIs paid for, um, as well as the review course and to sit for my test to become um, a certified club manager and to not have to worry about myself or my club having to, to foot the cost for that is just, I mean, it's a very humbling honor. Yeah. Um, there have been some amazing club managers to receive this award. And then when you look at Mr. Kendall himself and who he was and everything that he stood for, I mean, oh, my goodness. It's just it's a very humbling honor. Yeah. Tell us about about that and his 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 history for people that don't know it. So um, Wilmer Kendall was a, a club manager and his heart's desire was not to just do well and be a great, a great club manager in his own right, but to then he was all about mentorship Mm -hmm. and the advancement of those club managers who were coming behind him and to pave the way for them. And that, I mean, that's amazing. That's amazing because to understand that we don't live this life for us, 
that you want to have a legacy and you want to do things to make it better for those who are coming behind you is extremely admirable. And so again, I'm deeply honored. That's so cool. Congratulations. That's an amazing honor. And you were, you were up against a number of candidates. I mean, how many people apply, apply for that every year? Do you know? Um, a couple hundred. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's yeah. amazing. That's a great honor, um, unbelievable. Like now, like you said, kind of paving the way, and that that sort of leads me to my next question for you, which is: I know you're really active in in trying to develop uh, other women leaders in the industry. It's, it's it's historically, obviously, we all know the club industry has been um, lacking a little bit um, on that side. And so, tell me about some of why that's such an important mission for you, and and what you're trying to do to advance other women leaders out there. Sure. Um, Well, I feel as if the club industry is one of the best. It is absolutely the pinnacle of hospitality. And as women, I feel like who does hospitality better than women? Like, it's kind of ingrained in us. And so it's kind of shocking to me that we are, we don't have more of a footprint in uh, clubs. But we're definitely getting there. We're, we're definitely getting there. And um, it is important to me to kind of model the behaviors and um, the leadership that I want other people to know that, hey, if she could do it, then I could do it, too. Because yeah. I feel like that's the, the biggest thing when it comes to kind of busting through that glass ceiling is, you know, a lot of times it's it's daunting for people to be the first to do something. But once you see, Hey, someone else has done it, then it makes it more, more real and it makes it more tangible for other people. So that's why it's important for me to not just be in the industry, but to excel, to inspire somebody else. Yeah, absolutely. And people of color, I know is also, a, a you know, you, you passion, obviously of being a person of color, um, that's yeah. also important to you. Why? Why is that? Why is that so needed in our industry? Well, because of the same reasons that it's important for for women to advance, for people of color to advance. We do make up a little less than as people of color, little less than seventy percent of the workforce in this industry, but on a line level. And it's not because we don't have the the talent or the skill or the work ethic to move forward. But again, it's just because people haven't either, you know, taken the opportunity or been afraid to because they haven't seen anyone else really do it. Yeah. What ways are you, yeah. are you working to empower some of those individuals out there? And, and what would you like to do from a, a mentorship perspective once you get into one of those roles and you earn your CCM? Um, honestly, just, making myself available as a resource. Um, CMAA is absolutely amazing in the doors that it is able to open and the platforms that it is given. So just at World Conference, I was able to, you know, speak in front of um, at one of our young professional sessions. And But it wasn't just young professionals that were there. It was a few old professionals as well and a ton of students. And you know, my prayer in, in going into that opportunity was to just reach one person. But I cannot tell you the number of people that came to me that I didn't even see in the room that said that they were impacted, not just by myself, but the other speakers that were on the panel or the thank you cards that 
I've gotten, you know, in, in the days since conference, it's been amazing. And I want to have an opportunity to share my story even more. And thank you again for giving me this opportunity because this, this is how we do it. This is how, you know, we, we open the doors just by shining the light and saying, hey, this is my story. Maybe there's something in your story that aligns with mine, something that we can connect on. And if I can give you just a little bit of encouragement, just a little bit of inspiration to help you become a little bit better today than you were yesterday, then it will never be in vain. That's right. Tell me about one of the biggest struggles you had or one of the hardest moments you had in this industry or or getting to the point you are at now and how you overcame it, because I think that would inspire a lot of folks out there. Absolutely. Absolutely. So my biggest struggle, to be quite honest, was me and feeling comfortable in my own skin because I would go to CMA meetings or, you know, look around and not see a lot of people who did look like me. And that would, it would keep me from being fully present because, you know, how you start telling yourself stories in your head. Am I really supposed to be here? Am I worthy of the seat that I'm sitting in? Imposter syndrome creeps in, right? (laughs) There you go. That's it. That's it. And, you know, and I had a conversation um, actually with Mr. DiOrio, and I asked him, you know, if he could possibly connect me with someone or, you know, a woman leader or, you know, a black leader in the industry. And um, he actually connected me with Jill Philman, but not before telling me that the best thing that I could do for myself was to not put myself in a box and see myself as a woman in this industry or a person of color in this industry with barriers to overcome, but to just see myself as a club professional and to do my work every single day to just become the best club professional possible. So to take those limits and to jump outside of that box. And that has been to date some of the best just advice that I've been given. And it truly was a a paradigm shift and a game changer for me. I bet. How long did it take for you to really fully, really come to that realization? Or is it something you still, you still challenge? Cause I know for instance, I have definitely have imposter syndrome and it's still always kind of in the background a little bit, right? Like, Absolutely. Do you do you, do you still feel the same way, or 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 have you really overcome Absolutely. that completely? <laughs> well, what do you what do you no. do to work on it on a daily or weekly or monthly basis, or you know how do you address it? You know it? what? Yeah. So every day, like, so I have different little things that I'll write on my mirror, and you know there are daily devotions that I do. So just working honestly on my spirit, man, and understanding that I am worthy and that I wouldn't be in this place, you know, if it was not ordained for me to, and that my steps have already been ordered. And yeah, but it is something that you constantly, you have to work on every, every single day. Well, I like that. You keep, you keep reminders for yourself around. That's, that's really good way to do that. So cool. That's definitely going to help some folks out there because uh, you and I are not the only people that, that uh, have struggled with that. I know for sure. For sure. You have an incredible personal mission statement, which I love, and I'm going to read it for folks. It's, I endeavor to inspire others to find themselves by losing themselves in the service of others. What does that mean mm-hmm. for you, Passion? And how do you, how do you go about completing that mission statement every day? So whether it is 
talking to my team and allowing them to kind of see the big picture and to get outside of the mundane of just serving from the left and clearing from the right, but understanding that the connections that we're able to build with people and the respite that the top 1% of the world find in their club experience on a day-to-day basis is a gift that we have been given. And, you know, and I'm just going to, to throw this company out there. So let's say the one of the members of your club is the CEO of Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. And there are people that have worked in that company for 40 to 50 years that never get the opportunity to come in contact with that CEO. However, we as clubs have an intimate relationship and know that person by name and not just that, but they know us too. Wow. What a tremendous gift yep. when you think about that, you know? And so understanding that to be of service to, to your person, to your mankind, like Shirley Chisholm said that service is the rent that we pay for our room here on earth. Hmm. And I want, I want my team, I want my colleagues to understand that and to understand what a gift it is to be able to be of service to, to our fellow humans. Yeah. You're right. That's incredible. You're an incredibly inspiring person. I predict that you're going to have your own scholarship one day that that'll be in your name. Oh so my we'll make God. that private club radio prediction right here. <laughs> um, well, from your mouth to God's ears. Thank you, Gabriel. It's going to happen. I want to talk to you about your, your current role at Desert Mountain and why that club is such a great club uh, for you and mm. uh, for the local community there. Okay. Well, it, it, Again, starts from the top down, our leadership. I mean, Damon DiOrio, the incomparable one. Like, he he is the best leader that I have ever encountered. And, you know, I can say with 100% certainty that I would have not left everyone and everything I know and love to come and work for another leader other than him. Um, the things that he has implemented so far, for instance, we have a free clinic at Desert Mountain. So wow. let's say if you're an employee and you come in and I really can't afford to have, you know, the premiums for healthcare taken out of my check, that's fine. You know what? We have a free clinic that you can go to on Mondays and Wednesdays. And then that's on site. And then we even have um, an off site clinic that's down in the Valley in Phoenix for people who might can't drive up. That's so amazing. For our exactly for our company to make that type of investment in its people. Yeah. I mean, you can't get that anywhere. No, I don't and think I've ever heard of that. One of the things. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. And there are scholarship funds that our members set up. And it's, so it's not just, so our, our motto is that we are a family serving the family and it is palpable when you step on that campus. Like you, you feel it. I mean, you literally feel it. And the, the culture that has been cultivated there is second to none. Second wow. to none. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, and people are, are such an important part of this business. And I ask, I ask yeah. private club leaders all the time, what's, what's, what is the, the most pressing thing for you? It's, it's hiring and retaining, retaining that, the, that talent. 
seems to be that yeah. whatever what what you know, and what better way to do that than to 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 remove some of the barriers like healthcare mm-hmm. for people. Absolutely. Um, you know, if, if you if you can't if you're sick and can't come to work, that shouldn't be a, a bad thing. That should be something that gets taken care of. That, I, I love that. That's incredible. What other what other things yeah. does Desert Mountain do to really serve its its own people? Well, um, so we have um, an endeavor that's called the Helping Hands. And with Helping Hands, um, our members have actually, they, they did the initial donations and funding of it. But then we as employees, you can have anywhere from a dollar to $10 to $10,000 deducted from your check on a biweekly basis. And what this does is, let's say you, Gabriel, you, you can't come to work today because you got a flat tire or something on your car. So then you'll fill out the application. Um, and what happens is the funds will then be given not to you directly, but to wherever your car is going to be repaired. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. And so it's, it's things like that. And then there's constant recognition. So we have a newsletter that goes out every week and, you know, something as small as, having your birthday or your anniversary listed in there, that type of recognition to say, hey, I see you, you're important. And it's not just because a lot of times as frontline employees, the ones of us who are member facing, you know, we get those accolades and we get that appreciation on a daily basis. But for our agronomy team to be able to see their name written and then published for the whole company to see, that's really a game changer. And that's where you can say, okay, this is really embedded in our culture, and this is important that mm. everyone is seen and everyone is appreciated. Wow, I love that. <laughs> Again, it's it's yeah. it's all about the people, and that's what clubs are all about. It's a community of people. That's why that's right. It's my passion to help develop these communities because that's what really the you're you're living the essence of uh, what a club yeah. is. That's so cool. That's so very cool. Any. Um, Goal. What's your? What is your main goal, or what would you like to accomplish during your career? Is there is there one thing that you'd like to ha- see happen for yourself? Um. So my goal is not just for me to obviously ascend and to do well within the industry, but to honestly be able to help someone else. Like that really, really and it you know it sounds kind of cliche. But it truly is my heart's desire to be able to inspire someone else to be able to say, hey, look, passion came from a little military town in North Carolina and started by working at McDonald's. And now look, and if she can do it, then definitely I can, too. Yeah. Yep. That's my goal. That's awesome. That's amazing. I'm so glad mm-hmm. I had the chance to chat with you, Passion. You could your name is fitting of your person and uh, uh it was just a just an absolute pleasure. Thanks for joining me on Private Club Radio today. Gabriel, thank you for this opportunity and thank you for the work that you are doing to move the needle forward. It's important and we appreciate you. Thank you. Awesome, awesome, awesome stuff. I hope that leaves you inspired. I will catch you back here next week on Private Club Radio. And until then, here's to your membership success. Private Club Radio is brought to you by Concert Golf Partners, helping to preserve and enhance private golf and country clubs. Visit ConcertGolfPartners.com to learn more about the recapitalization process.